This is Anacostia Unmapped. I'm Katie Davis. Growing up with brothers, three brothers, can make a girl want her own home. So imagine this girl, who starts babysitting at 14, saves her money, and hides it from her brothers under her bed. She picks out the house she wants to buy, goes to college, and starts a daycare. Contributor John Johnson went to visit her to have a conversation. Today I'm speaking with... Renita Gale Simrel, a.k.a. Mommy Gale. Okay, Mommy Gale. So why do they call you Mommy Gale? I'm called Mommy Gale because I run a 24-7 daycare. I've been running the daycare since 2007. And all the children call me Mommy, and then they added the Gale to it. So I became Mommy Gale. I also have 61 godchildren that call me Mommy, and some call me Gail, and there again, Mommy Gail. They started talking and remembering her childhood home, which was close to what is perhaps the most famous house in Anacostia. Frederick Douglass' home. That will always be in my mind, because actually our home was at an angle across the street from Frederick Douglass' home. And as a little girl, the first time I went on a tour in there, his hat moved. And I'm, I know now that it was because of the puff of wind that was blowing. But as a child, when you see a hat move and you know it's a dead man's bedroom, I took off running, ran out the house, ran all the way back to our house and hid in my bedroom. So I will always think about Frederick Douglass' home and be amazed at how much land was around his house and how it's set up on the hill. And I used to think that that was a king's house all the time. And when I moved on the street in Bangor Street, I was the youngest homeowner. I purchased this house three months after I graduated from Hampton. And that was because, like I said, I've always been a saver. So in college, I saved money from selling artwork and I did hair in school. And I was able to buy this home. And it was just amazing. Uh, Mr. Kersine, Mr. Pendehues, all of these people worked for postal service and 90% of them were Catholic. So I stuck out like a sore thumb. I was the only Baptist on the street. I was the youngest homeowner on the street. And I always had kids around. So um, being the youngest person in this neighborhood, you've probably seen a lot of these other people transition now. Oh, yes. So what, what, what does the neighborhood look like now? Some of them pass their home on to their children and grandchildren, but a lot of kids I've noticed are young people, they don't want the responsibility of taking care of a home, shoveling snow, cutting grass, keeping a home up. So they turned around and sold the homes, um, which was surprising because to me, this has always been a gold mine. Anacostia to me has always been a gold mine. That's why I was so happy that I was able to purchase at a young age. And I found this house, actually, as a little girl, I used to walk to Moton, and every day I passed this house. And I used to say as a little girl, I'm going to live there one day. I'm going to get out of my house with all my brothers, and I'm going to live in that house, just me, by myself, with no brothers. And when Miss Felton died, um, the way that I purchased the house, She didn't have any family, so she willed the house to the Catholic Church on top of the hill, and they had an auction for it. 
So I put in a bid for the house. And of course, there was um, a neighbor across the street from me that wanted to buy the house just to make it a pool house and put a swimming pool in the backyard and still live in his house across the street. And of course, he overbid uh, my little bid, so I thought all was lost. So the church had everybody come in and sit down and tell a story why you wanted to buy the house. So when I told them about all my godchildren and my hopes and dreams of getting married one day and raising a family in this house, and I told them that I wanted to call it a house of love and explain what I wanted to do, I ended up winning the bid. Contributor John Johnson speaking with Renita Gale Simril. A few of the people who've shared stories with us take their children to Mommy Gale. And the more we interview in Anacostia, the more it's clear that these stories are overlapping. They're forming a new map. And we'll celebrate that in July. We'll have more on that later. Anacostia Unmapped is a project of Localore, Finding America, a national production from AIR, the Association of Independence and Radio. We have support from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. I'm Katie Davis.